0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: Uh, this, this one goes out to all you lovers out there. Uh, if you haven't seen the Bud Light commercial uh, starring Johnny Legs, uh, I don't think you need to be honest with you. I don't think you need to go and see it um, just because it's a commercial. So if you're worried about spoilers for a commercial, that's a bit fucked, eh? We don't make judgments.
2: We just give the spoiler warning and move on, Mish.
1: There is, not one, uh, there is not one person on the planet that has been holding out to see this ad. You don't know and that. Is going, and then is going to listen to our 40-minute podcast
2: about- You don't know that. All right, you don't know well, that I'm just saying Just do the spoiler warning And we'll, we'll get on with it all right, I was well, listening all to respect, the A24 man. podcast the other day And they were like Hey before you listen um, They Toad's to giveaway First reformed In the first two minutes And I was like Well then I will listen to another episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright fine Then with all due respect This is a spoiler warning For Johnny Legs' Bud Light commercial Entirely in Spanish Don't say I didn't bloody warn you Peace I hate the word. I got I, got trust the I got one leg.
2: I'm gonna pop to play a little cornstarch. on my werewolf yeah. man. Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamarama, a very, very, very popular podcast by two people who put this at the top of their priorities about uh, where two people, two best friends in the entire whole world uh, bring a little bit of their best friend chats right in front of you uh, and they talk about the one, the only, Mr. John Leguizamo, a man who has been in um, probably like five of uh, both of their top 50 films, um, 10 of their top 200 and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, my name is Zachary Rewain. I'm one of the two hosts. You might recognise me from uh, my Instagram, at Zachary Rewain. Hmm. I'm joined, as always, by Mish Wittrup, uh, who you might recognise from.
1: You might recognise me. From the Mission Zach Instagram, at Mission Zach. I would say you might recognise me from my own personal one, at Mish Good. but that doesn't have as many followers. So chances are there's more people who listen that know me from that pod.
2: That's good. That's good. That's a good. And I'm
1: okay with it. For a while there it bothered me. We've Mm -hmm. discussed this. For a while there it bothered me. Um, But now I'm fine. I don't work hard enough at my Instagram to care. You know what I mean? Mm.
2: Mm. There was always a a worry at the back of my like mind whenever you were like, oh, I'm a little bit worried that uh, Mission Zach is more popular than at Mishwitrub. Where I was like, but what's your solution to that? Because I worry, <laughs> I worry that it's not doing more with the Mishwitrub Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, no, now I'm just I'm fine with it. I I embrace it. I'm happy. Um, love, I love a bit of social media.
2: That's great. That's so good. I haven't been posting much on my social media. Um, I noticed that, but you
1: do the best. You do the best Q&As.
2: Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. They're so
1: much fun. I enjoy them so much. What I even comment and stuff. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Like you did the video
2: video store one. That was really good. That was a fun one. I haven't done a really creative one in a while. Maybe I'll have a think about that. They're, They're always fun. Although one time someone said... I said, "Like, what do you want to see more of from me?" And they said, "Less stories that look like this." And then they did dot 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 like a million ellipses. And I was like, "Ah, oh, because that's what happens to the story if you do too many things."
1: Don't and listen thought, to that. Don't listen to that troll.
2: Listen
1: oh, okay, to your that's friend. Good to know. Listen to your friend Mish, who says,
2: "We love your stories, Zach." Oh, they're back, baby. Fuck um, yeah! The week we recorded this, I was on my Instagram. Um, I started. I did a thing where I let everyone pick um, what I would watch for the week, what movies I would watch for the week. I saw random... this. This was brilliant. Thank you. Do you know what it was? And then I got over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did notice. I was like, this, he's not going to keep this up. When he did it, I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> well, do you know what? The issue was more the fact that, um, like, I have a partner and it's like, mm. sorry, babe. Exactly. Sorry, babe. We're um, watching sorry. another movie about like a bad man in the film industry.
1: Well, no, we. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um, yes, for you those did. of you, for Very the rude, listeners who I'm didn't joking. hear that story, I'm sorry. Um, for those of you who don't know what Zach's talking about regarding that story, what was it about again?
2: So I did a uh, Instagram story where I did a shout out, and I said I'm going to get people to uh, every movie I watch this week, or I'm going to try and watch as many movies as I can this week. Purely from a Wikipedia uh, list, so Wikipedia has really really random lists and then I did like a little uh, poll and we landed on films featuring fictional films, probably the one I was like least interested in but when I went through the list there's a lot of great films and then I, I didn't can t- vote
1: for that I voted for something else and I don't remember what it was, but I was well. Cut.
2: I can I tell you I really wanted to watch the film Bubba Hotep, which is a film from the early 2000s about. Um, a man claiming to be Elvis Presley like as an old man in an old man 's home he's claiming to be Elvis Presley um, even though like and that and that he faked his own death, and then no one believes him and then an ancient Egyptian mummy attacks the old people 's home and then it's down to him and a black man pretending that's claiming to be John F. Kennedy, who also had his death faked. those two people. Then old people have to fight the Egyptian mummy that attacks their... Um, Zach,
1: mm. that sounded like a three-year-old's story. <laughs> like, so, so what ended up happening was, so firstly, like, we went down the street and that's when I saw the cat. And the cat was meant to be a black cat, but it <laughs> ended up being a ginger cat, which is exactly the same as my teacher's cat. And my teacher, she did kisses with the principal.
2: Can I ask, <laughs> did... Does the story sound like that, or did my telling of the story sound like that or both?
1: well, no, the the story does not sound like something that should come out of a three year old's
2: mouth. <laughs> right, but the, um
1: but the um, presentation of
2: said it's story. one of those things where I go that's a great it's a great elevator pitch for a B movie, but also it's actually very hard to elevate a pitch. I guess the elevator pitch is. Mm. Uh, an old Elvis that faked his own death fights an Egyptian mummy in an old people's home. That's pretty yeah. – that's a good elevator pitch. Do you know what's interesting about Elvis? What? And then I'll tell you why Why I brought up Baba, Baba Hotep in the first place. Oh, yes, yes. what's sorry. interesting about Elvis. We'll do
1: Elvis. Elvis first. Lots of movies made about Elvis's life.
2: Mm.
1: None of them are that great.
2: But we're, you know, crossing our fingers for the Baz Luhrmann one. No. Have you not heard about this? Yeah. What? So is um, John in it? No, he's not, unfortunately, but it's quite the cast. Um, I'm going to Google it. What the
1: fuck? I didn't know about this.
2: Yeah, um, yeah no, he's, he was making it in, um, he's making it in Queensland at uh, Movie World, at Movie World. What, uh, currently? What They're post. currently filming it. They've already filmed it. You know how Tom Hanks got, um, you know how Tom Hanks got COVID-19 in Australia? Yes. That was because he was in Australia. Because he's playing Colonel Tom, the um Elvis's uh famously like
1: Get Out of Town.
2: So yeah, like uh Tom Hanks is playing Colonel Tom and then like Elvis is the um have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. One of the family, like the sexy boy from the family um okay. that rides the horse and Brad Pitt beats Who's up playing and... Priscilla? Someone, I don't know, a young Australian actress, I think. Mm. It's a it's a really it, look. I don't know, I don't know. I'm excited. I think I'm it's excited. Great, it's a great. There um, was a story for Baz Luhrmann to tell.
1: Well, there was an Elvis movie that I didn't hate. Um, that starred the hot guy from Bend It Like Beckham. Um, he's also from uh, that tennis movie. Yeah. One, uh, with Scarlett, you have forgotten his name, Jonathan something. Jonathan yeah, Reese Myers, seems like Jonathan Reese Myers. But I don't yeah. think he's
2: he's too brooding no. for Elvis.
1: Yeah, Elvis, one hundred percent.
2: This guy. I mean, look, if Baz Luhrmann's going to cast anyone, well, he's going to cast uh, like a sexy young. If like, you were, I mean,
1: if you were cast in an Elvis movie, what character would you like to play?
2: Um, like a Colonel Tom, or no, I mean, my dream, as always, is to play like a two scene person in that, like yeah. say that Elvis kid he's got gumption, and then that's it, like
1: yeah, I'd love to play one of the women that acts opposite in him in one of his awful films, yeah. <laughs> That would be great.
2: And then you do, so it would be like it would cut to and you'd do a scene from the movie. So you get to recreate a scene from the movie mm-hmm. and then it would be like, cut, and, you'd, and then you'd be like, Elvis, you forgot all your lines. And be no, like, it would oh, be like, whatever, and then he'd No, ideally,
1: off. no, wrong. Right. Ideally, I would film a scene from the movie so mm-hmm. I do get to recreate. That's mad fun. But then when they call cut, Elvis comes up to me and he's like, you've got something, kid. You were oh, wow. you were fantastic, and I was like, "Oh well, thank you, Mr. Presley, and he says, "Call me Elvis, and then it cuts to a, a montage of us having sex
2: with Austin Butler, sure who played Tex Watson I'm, I'm I googled him yes that's that's the role I would like the casting of Elvis, I think is really good. I think he's cast Elvis really really well. he's gone what? with a note, and like there was a lot of people with bigger names like he's not a no name like he's like a He's like a sexy boy, but like <laughs> I'd not heard of him. Do you know? Yeah, I'd I mean? heard of him because there was talk of like Harry Styles and stuff, and I think that would be too distracting.
1: Mm, that's that sucks for Harry, though, doesn't it?
2: Nah, he's fine.
1: Oh He'll, yeah, I don't yeah, think he. Yeah, I
2: think he's he's doing other stuff. I just don't think he would make a good Elvis. Like it has to be someone that's like
1: mm. like
2: you. You don't have too much of a picture in your head of who they are.
1: Who would Who would you if you had to do a biopic? Mm. Who do you think that you could realistically be cast as?
2: Oh, realistically be cast. Oh, I don't know. I've no idea. I've I I'm, no I'm trying idea. to think. Me neither. I could maybe do like a Kevin Rudd with some work. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I could play anyone's funny sidekick. Uh, yeah, so I
2: don't think I'm a good enough actor. I think it's a really hard challenge to play. Like, I'm not even good at time. impressions. So the idea of an impression plus depth, mm. it would have to be someone, like, that you don't really know. Like, it would have to be a side person yeah. that you don't really know that well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Back...
1: Going back about 10 minutes, why did you mention an Elvis film?
2: So I really wanted to watch Baba Hotep because I remember that movie being, like, really good, like a lot better than it sounds. Um, It had a lot of heart and I remember it being a really good film, but I haven't seen it in, like, nearly 20 years and I was, like, really keen to re-watch it and I'd already had this idea of asking people to tell me what to watch, but I was like, fuck, I'd love to watch Baba Hotep. So I loaded... I loaded the poll in in Baba Hotep's favor. So there was a poll of Elvis movies, there was a poll of Egyptian <laughs> mummy movies. <laughs> I found every list that Baba Hotep was so on. So funny. And um and to my great uh uh to the to to my great frustration, I, I ended up with movies. But I've watched I watched a, a great couple of movies that I had not seen yet. Um and and one I hadn't seen in a long time. So Here's a, right. here's a thought mm. One day mm. Why
1: don't we relaunch Recaps Because we just got it sitting there We can put stuff in there if we want to This mm-hmm. is Recaps with Mission Zach. obviously This is our 2018 piece de
2: resistance 2009 um, is the bit
1: Yeah, 2009 is the bit um, We could relaunch it Yeah And do Elvis films That's fun As if, as if it's in 2009
2: That's fun <laughs> But you know that I uh, Like, you know how staunchly I am of the, like you've got two choices with the recaps relaunch. It's mm. either season one of Australian Idol
1: mm.
2: or season three of, um, of uh, Grey's Anatomy, the Denny season. Oh yeah, of I've, I've
1: already put my vote in for Grey's Anatomy. I'll do a poll on Instagram if people would prefer us to do Australian we, Idol.
2: We did or- not have the time
1: to do two podcasts. I know. <laughs> don't be doing polls until they're ready to I do. I know. It <laughs> so maybe one day we'll want to.
2: <laughs> I really want to. I really love the idea. There's Danny. He's here to stay. I got. I got beds. They're going to be. I could watch an Denny's episode of, of Grey, I could
1: watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy every night for two months.
2: That's fair. You love Grey's Anatomy, and I, I love Grey's I, Anatomy. No, I
1: don't. Correction: Nobody loves Grey's Anatomy. No one loves that show. But a lot of people binge it. It is, mm. it is that no one loves crack, right? Mm. <laughs> no one's like, oh, I love crack. But it's addictive. Mm. And it's like you can't, it's, it's got this hook. Grey's, I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy at season eight and then a few too many a, seasons a few lockdowns ago,
2: mm.
1: my housemate and I picked it up again and watched to season eleven. And oh. I have not watched past that. Because it's too much. It's too much grace. I watched seasons one to eight, like I don't know, years ago. But I just you get you do get over it, but it's any nobody, nobody just watches an episode here and there. It's like you sit down and you smash it out.
2: I but no one watched, loves it. I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy since it was like I I I think every couple of years I'm surprised that Grey's Anatomy is still going. Like I think of Grey's Anatomy as a show from 2007. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I I it blows my mind that it's still well, going.
1: Well, that's like uh, this th- there's so much so much as unrealistic. Spoiler alert. And also like I don't know this for sure, but spoiler alert Every single person in Meredith's life dies and dramatically. Mm. It's like you would quit. You would quit and go seek therapy. You would take your husband's million-dollar fortune and move away and just go, everyone in my life is dead. You wouldn't just press on and keep doing tonsil removals and, like, fucking weird heart surgeries. You wouldn't just press on. It's
2: something uh, I've always wanted to do is, like, just get my hands on like become the showrunner of a soap opera for a few weeks. And yeah. and, and the storyline I do is that all of them like it turns out that everyone in like Summer Bay, there was like a gas leak. The entire time there was this really subtle gas leak. That meant that everyone in Summer Bay had like a sh- memento-style short-term memory of about two, three weeks <laughs> So it turned out the entire time everyone in Summer Bay could only remember about two weeks in the past Which seems to kind of be the pattern with shows 100- like
1: that 100% because they never bring up the dead people
2: No, because it's like they've got, like it's very, but the idea that that someone turns off this gas leak And then everyone in Summer Bay remembers everything <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the idea of like all the people, everything that's ever happened ever happened to them. And it's like just the trauma of like the last 20 years. Oh my god, of Zach, Lou's that is life.
1: genius. <laughs> copyright <laughs> that. That is genius. <laughs> I can't, it's all,
2: they've already got the copyright to Summer Bay, you know what I'm saying? That's so good, dude. <laughs> it's just this big reveal that that's like the whole time. What that is
1: the best horror movie ever. <laughs> that is the
2: best horror film ever. Ever. Just this like it's not even a yeah, it's like a psychological, it's like a black Yeah, a psychological thriller. Yeah. Just Lou. Lou is just like, oh my god. Um, That's
1: great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that has just taken me to places like I want to quit my jobs. I wanna (laughs) I wanna move out. I wanna make that a reality.
2: But how, <laughs> how do I don't know
1: do how, how I would that? do it but like you'd have to you have to
2: god it's, it's, it's you've got to just get a show that's like on the ropes like right at the end and they're like we're done and you've got to go I will personally fund You've got to be like this at this point, a billionaire. You've got to be like at Richard Branson level, and you've got to say, "I will personally fund one more season of your soap opera if you do this plot."
1: Fuck, that's good, Zach. That's the best thing you've ever said. No, it's not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your commitment to positivity, but it's not that good of an idea. <laughs> Um, no,
1: I love that. I um,
2: uh, I was just gonna say I was just gonna say that the reason I fell off, I wanted to tell you the reason I fell off my m- films without films. But you go if you've got something, I just feel like I. Oh,
1: I was gonna t- I was gonna start talking about the Bud Light commercial stuff. Yeah, no. So point. I'll just
2: say this. I'll just wrap this up yeah. and um, and uh, I hopefully by the time you listen to this, I'll have gotten back on track with it. But um, mm. uh, the reason I fell off was I. One night I took a bit of a break. When I was, like, doing the poll of other things, one of them was um, films with the longest production time and there was a documentary on there that I wanted to watch for a while and my partner really likes documentaries, so we watched that. We were like, let's take a break from the films featuring fictional films for one night. And then we watched this film called... um, It's called uh, The Act of The Act of Killing, I think, Mm. Um, which is...
1: I feel like I've heard of that film.
2: It is. I won't go into it. Not for this podcast. Is it on Stan? Uh, It's on Doc Play. I don't know where else it's on. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Um, It is Mish. One of the most powerful documentaries I've ever seen, but unquestionably the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, God. The most upsetting thing I've ever seen in my entire life. The act of killing—it's so full on, right? And then the next day, I was like, "Okay." That's what they'd
1: change home and away's title to once they turn <laughs> the gas off and everyone fucking. No,
2: no, not uh, not. And not, they change the song to like "Closer Each Day." Uh, yeah, something Follow like that. Away. Closer. Uh, oh, that's good. The memories—they're yeah. closer to me each yeah. day. they they're more vibrant. Yeah. Anyway, so then after that, we were like, that was really depressing. Let's, like, I'm not really in the mood for a documentary. Um, so then the next day we watched a film called uh, The Assistant, which is this really quiet film basically around, like, themes of, like, um, also one of the most, like, a very depressing film. Oh, a God. Very, very, so then we were like, fuck this. Um like each night after that, we were so depressed because with lockdown and that, yeah, we've ended up just watching um, Million Dollar Listings, New York.
1: Yeah, which good. Is- that's the that's the Zach I know and love. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one.
2: So just like each night, we've I've gone like, could we? Uh, I've sort of said maybe we could watch, you know, uh, Big Fat Liar, or we could watch uh, Sound of Music, um, or we could watch a few more episodes of million dollar listings and each time we've just gone, yeah, let's just watch million dollar listings. <laughs> that's and, very funny. And then we've watched million dollar listings, right? And that's our trash show. Like we, I love real, cause I love to hate r- real estate agents. Like real yeah. estate agents are the worst. Um, and if you're a real estate and you're listening, if you're a real estate agent and you're listening, um, you are, and I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not, you're not, you're the one that's good. Anyway, you tell yourself that. <laughs> Jesus Christ No I'm joking They're alright There's good ones I'm sure Haven't met one yet But I'm sure I'm joking I'm sure there's good ones
1: No look I'm gonna be Like as you were saying that I was like I can't I can't dispute it I don't know any
2: good ones either (laughs) Um, If if I know you And I just You haven't come into my head yet Mm -hmm. Um And also probably, you know. Um, But, no, I love, I love, hate watching those shows, right? I love those shows. I also just love looking at big, beautiful houses. Like, there's just this, like, cognitive dissonance going on when I watch those shows because it's like, I love these big, beautiful houses. I hate the people that are selling them. But also that I've come... Anyway, that's the show we've been watching. And then, get this, we just happen to be watching season nine or whatever, (laughs) like... And they're like, they're like, hey, look at this big apartment. And they're like, hey, you want to shake hands? And they're like, oh, no, I don't think we can anymore. And they're like, well, we can't sell houses anymore because it turned out that the season was filmed last year and the show I was watching to forget about COVID-19. They're
0: oh, literally Zach. talking about
2: COVID-19. And they're like, it's just literally from a year ago and they're like, well, I don't know. Yeah, what well, I so I mean you can't shut a city down and then they're like oh it turns out you can
1: I'm like oh, oh Zach I'm so sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's horrible it's not, horrible... Even, it's not even so funny because it's not even like something that's good about it it's mm-hmm. not like something that's like in written like what a, it's just watching these vacuous people be like oh no I can't sell my million dollar homes. And then some of them are really upset for really legitimate reasons and you're like, oh, no, you're a human and you're upset and stressed. Oh, fuck. It's so funny. I'm I'm, so
1: sorry that happened to you. That's why, like, all my brain can take is Drag Race
2: and old Queer Eye episodes. Like, You've got to just make sure you're not watching from last year because then at some point you're going to be watching them, like, talking into a mobile phone, being like... Well, so It's like what that happened with the Australian,
1: the Australian Bachelor. Like they filmed a few episodes and everything was fine. They were at the mansion, they were meeting him, they were doing tasks, they were doing kisses and then all of a sudden the next episode they had to do a warning. It's like due to COVID-19, the Bachelor um, has changed slightly and the rest of the show was done through Zoom. Oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch that scene but it was so funny to watch like promo episodes and stuff of them just having like dates via Zoom. Um, so funny.
2: It's literally just like every reality show, every reality show about four episodes in from that year, about four mm. episodes in is just suddenly people talking to their camera, being like, Well, I'm in my house. Oh, look, I cooked a bread. Until I go, This is not oh, the purpose God. of this show. Anyway, that was my funny little aside.
1: I love that so much. Thanks. We should, however, talk about. The Bud Light commercial. The
2: Bud Light commercial.
1: Bud Light being an American beer, American beer, American mm-hmm. beer, that my dad, who was from New Jersey, used to say tasted like fucking piss.
2: <laughs> that's good.
1: Thank you. Um, so that's my memory of Bud Light is that my dad said it's one of the worst beers in the world. But Johnny Legs did a commercial for it, so now it's one of my favourites. Um, I'm on Blurb this week, but... As for, as I do with many of Johnny Legs's Spanish bits and pieces, I refer to my friend Sophie, who speaks Spanish, currently lives in Panama. Wow! And she was able to interpret the whole ad for me, so wow. I've got the entire I've got the entire ad here. Oh, I should probably state, I think I already have, but this entire ad is in Spanish. Yeah. So I had no idea what was going on, although you can kind of pick up on it's what's pretty, going on. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty clear. You
2: can kind of pick up on what they're like. Plots of ads are pretty. You know.
1: But I'm a lazy git, so I asked my friend. No, I love
2: this. I, I'm, I'm excited translate. to see if I was right in my okay. interpretation of the ad.
1: I am reading this directly from, so I messaged my friend Sophie and I just said, please help and put a link to this ad. She wrote back, ha, ha, ha
0: So Johnny
1: Legs arrives at a bar. He tries to order a Bud Light from his friend Tito. Tito and his friends ignore Johnny Legs and offer to buy another Bud Light for the pretty young woman at the bar. The voiceover says, there are some people that would do anything for a cold and refreshing Bud Light, and in walks Johnny Legs in drag. He says, what, a beautiful woman that's arrived at happy hour? His friends order a Bud Light for him. He says to the camera, shameless, I know. Let the mumbo keep playing and the Bud Lights flowing. That's great, so that was the ad that we saw. It was a nice little revival of Johnny Legs in drag mm. um because he makes a fucking beautiful drag queen um but yeah, that was the ad bit of fun,
2: I suppose there is um from my limited experience working in advertising, ad people um are like liar birds mm. uh, and they like to um steal from culture. And there's nothing they love more than when they can cast the person they're stealing from in their ad. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I reckon yeah. they came up with this ad and they're like, think John Leguizamo in in uh Tu Wong Fu. And, and then the ad the people are like you
1: could probably ask him, you know.
2: Yeah, and they're like, Oh my god. But then if they hadn't have gotten him, they would have they would have happily just put like anyone. Alfred Molina in the role.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We couldn't get I John <laughs> So we got Alfred Molina. Oh, my God. I would die to see Alfred, Alfred Molina in this role. Um, I would like to make a quick commentary on ability for women to get drinks at bars. I don't know if this means anything, but no one ever bought me a fucking drink at a bar. But also when I was going to bars and I was 19 years old, I was an awkward little fuck. So I just, but I just wanted to say, like, if I, like, I just, I just wanted to put that out there that if you're, you're, you're trying to score free drinks at a bar, I couldn't do it either. Know what I mean? Anyway. I got,
2: I got, when PUD came out, I, I, I got more free drinks at bars. One time, a, one time an army man, like, shouted me drinks. He was like, I love PUD. And he shouted me lots of drinks. He's like, all the boys at the back of the base, they love PUD. There was nothing, nothing, like he wasn't, there was not he just was like, I'll buy you beers. I was like, thank you so much, thank you for your service. Was he was he flirting? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. There was not none of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it ended with you two having like a tender kiss in the rain or something before he went off again, and never off to m- be
2: seen for four years. Yeah, no, no, he was just like, um it was just like he was like, I love Pud. And that was my one experience. It might've actually been a little earlier than put. I think I'm, 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 I'm I think it was more maybe like 1999. It was an auntie Donna YouTube video that he really liked. And it was the one time I've ever had drinks bought for me. And it very clearly wasn't any like reciprocal. Yeah. Like goobiness. It was just like, I want to buy you drinks. Cause I like what you do. And I was like, this is great.
1: Oh, <laughs> love that side of fame. Um, well, not fame,
2: just like having a video <laughs> on the internet.
1: Um, I when I was, I don't drink anymore. Like I, but back when I was like in my late teens, early 20s, I had this thing I used to do when I'd go to bars um, and I wanted to get drunk but I didn't have a lot of money because back then I worked part-time in retail. I don't know what that's like now but I didn't have any money. And I used to do this thing, I don't know who, taught it to me it's probably very well known but you go up to the bartender and you're like okay I have ten dollars I have fifteen dollars it's all I have get me as drunk as you can for this amount of money surprise me with what you give me and often the bartender would get really excited by such a request and would give you more booze than ten dollars worth so just throwing that out there to my legal aged friends who well no one can go to bars at the moment in Melbourne but when you can try it out they might tell you to fuck off (laughs) Or they might just be like, a lot of the time it was just like, we can give you a gin and tonic. It's like, okay.
2: But if but you can appeal to their ego, you might yeah. get, one of the great things about cafes and bars is nine times out of ten, not nine, like one of the people behind that bar um, fancies themselves as being better at their, better than their boss. Yeah. Like if I ever ran a bar this is how I would do it because they don't understand like that their boss has to like look at spreadsheets and stuff. They're just like, I would give everyone free alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you you reckon,
1: what is the most appealing part about being a bartender to you? Like what makes you go, that would be great. Because there is so little in that job that I personally would be good at. I, you, you're on your feet fucking constantly Like mm. running around You have to remember a bunch of shit mm. It's real Like it's, in a busy environment It's really easy for you to break stuff I would break so many glasses Like And you'd be dealing with drunk fucks And it's like Like you know
2: Yeah I mean I oh my- I, I was a busboy for like four weeks in Ballarat And I was very bad at it And I got let go Were you really? Yeah 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 I, I What year? Third year Um, so I collected the glasses and I wasn't good at it. When I lived with you.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't remember that. I did not pay attention to your life at all. I don't remember that. It was
2: three weeks of me being a busboy. Yep. Okay. And I was really bad at it. Okay. And, but the thing that would appeal to me about working in a bar is, is depends on the bar. If it's not like a cocktail bar, if it's like pretty like much, these are the drinks we serve. It's pretty easy, like, compared to, like, being a waiter, it's pretty like, all right, let me get you a drink. There you go. And it's, like, one person at a time and they kind of figure it out themselves. Like, it's not like you have to, like, remember who... Like, when you're a waiter, you have to remember who you... Ser- like, there's something appealing to, like, you... You figure it out. There's something about bars where it's like, you figure it out. I'm just going to come up to the bar and whoever does their order at me louder mm. gets their drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I don't have to remember that many drinks, just the ones that I'm doing right now. Like, I don't know. I, I can see the appeal. I personally wouldn't. I would be. So,
1: I reckon I'd be so bad at it.
2: No, I, I wouldn't be good at it. So
1: I, there's this really good TikTok of this woman in America who does role plays with people asking for drinks and stuff? Like, she will be like, Hi, can I take your order? I've <laughs> <laughs> been out of the game for a long time. That was the worst American accent ever.
2: Okay. She's like, Hi,
1: can I take your order? And then the chief, it's the camera changes and it's her again, but she's acting as the customer. And she's Ugh. like, Hi, I'd love a white Russian, please. She's like, No worries, I'll get that for you. And then she makes a white Russian on her TikTok so you can see what goes into it. So you it's know? like it's not only like a recipe show, but it's a bit of role play, which is real cute.
2: Do you know my absolute favorite type of little TikTok? role play TikTok? Oh, tell me. I right now. can't believe I, I, I. It's hard because it's not something the for you page would ever really pick up on. Because it's a it's it's when they do a little for you page interaction, but then they don't know how to like give it a kicker. So that'll be like, dude, what are you doing investing in? um, What are you doing uh, putting all your money in the bank? You should invest in property. What? No, I can't afford property Like, nah, it's easy Just do it like this And then there's always like <laughs> You've the...
1: sent me these
2: I've sent you, you these You've
1: sent me these <laughs> And then it's always <laughs> One night at like 1am Oh, you're like, what are you doing? And I was like watching Survivor And I said, what are you doing? And you sent me like five videos of this guy <laughs> But
2: But this guy is the best example, right? But there's many of these, right? Where they go... What I find particularly funny, that's funny, right? To be, like, giving, like, unsolicited advice about property investment. Like, that's exactly what Australia needs right now. But but <laughs> the idea, but what really tickles me about him, and there's a few like this, where they don't know how to end it. So, like, a good one will just sort of go, wow. But not even wow, that's good advice. It's like, what are you doing? Um, I'm just doing this. No, this is how you invest. Bam. And that's it. And then they're out. But he would do these videos where he'd go, no, this is what you've got to do. Then he'd go into it and then he'd always have like one or two more interactions after <laughs> that. Wow, that's a really good point. He's like, thank you. <laughs> that's a wicked <laughs> <itself. laughs> <laughs> Like not knowing how to kick the oh, little. Wow, that's a really good point. I'm going to try that's that. That's so funny. It's <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, TikTok
1: has become. I need to make one because I'm now really into it. But I'm loving TikTok at the moment because my algorithm is so fucked up. My They're 4 so you TikTok cool. are fucked. I've become obsessed with this woman. She'd probably be in her late 30s, early 40s. She lives in the eastern suburbs of... Melbourne, I think. Amazing. Um, and she just she makes food for her kids on a budget. So she'd be like, Hi there, TikTok friends. Who wants to make a carbonara? Come with me. And then she'll be like, this is what you use. And it's just like bacon and it's just fucked bacon. She's like, oh, thick and cream, and it's just and she just makes like the fucking stodgiest looking carbonara and she's just so happy and i love her i love her and uh, between every recipe she like a troll will be like that food looks like cack shit and she'll be like she'll reply being like well i'm not having any trolls on my channel she's the best (laughs) i have to find her and she says beautiful as beautiful because that's her thing i'm obsessed with the one
2: that does the um, is she the one that does the little um, one of her kids loves minions no, because I no. One. This is
1: really low budget. This is not like this isn't. Fancy no, no, no. At this all. is
2: exactly the same. There's a there's one that comes up on my for you more than I. Like I don't know why, but it's just a <laughs> mum that's like one of her kids loves. So I've made the toilet um, a little bit minions themed because I'm potty training my boy. Um, so we've got the little minions um, uh, potty thing there, and there's a minion toy and the and minion got, drink. I don't know. Yeah, No, oh. no, not there. But she themes lots of things to Minions. And then she's like, and here's a little um, A4 thing I printed out with a Minion saying, make sure you aim. <laughs> it's oh, like, my okay. God, that's so cute. <laughs> but it also has that energy of, like, why am I, lady, why <sighs> are you showing me your toilet? <laughs> oh, sorry <this is> so <laughs> like, I don't want to see your toilet, <laughs> so lady. so
1: fucked. <laughs> that's what my TikTok's going to be, though.
2: When I make a TikTok, it's just going to be
1: fucked. I I can't wait. I can't wait because I'm a genuine fan of some of these people. That investment guy you sent me, I love him.
2: He's so funny. (laughs) What a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are you doing? That's not the way to invest.
1: (laughs) Um, We should probably just talk for the last five minutes on the commercial. Mm. What do you have to say about
2: it? I don't know. (laughs) What am (laughs) I meant to say? I I'll, leave, Johnny, a I'll leave a link. I'll leave a link somewhere. I'm really somewhere. happy to see Johnny. Like I reckon, Johnny would have made so much money from that ad, and yeah. and, and uh, like not like not his biggest payday, but like
1: pre ice age, it would be up there though.
2: Yeah, like I'm. T- I think like it would pay more. That ad would have paid more than certain feature films he's done in a similar in a similar time yeah. frame. Like it's like. Think like when you think about it, his agent would have like they would have been like, "We want John Leguizamo," and his mm-hmm. agent would have just been like, "Doing one of his most iconic roles, not for, not, not for, for nothing, less than you know, like." And I reckon they, I reckon they would have gotten quite a bit for it.
1: I will say this: that it's sexy happen. Luigi, love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um. It's also him having a bit of a bit of a bash at comedy, which we all know is Johnny Legs's favourite. Mm. And as much as it's Johnny Legs's favourite in terms of the films and stuff he makes, he makes a lot more dramas. So I'm glad mm. he got to have a little bit of fun doing a bit of the funny stuff. Because yes, it's sexy Luigi, but when he comes out at the start and asks his friends for a Bud Light, he has a funny wig and a Hawaiian shirt. Mm. How many Leguistamos, Zach?
2: Four and a half
1: mm. I'm going to go four mm. <laughs> No I'm not, no I'm not, no I'm not I'm going to go four and a half I'm going to go four and a half Why didn't it get five, Zach?
2: Because it's an ad Yeah <laughs> Because yeah. he didn't do it because, you know Because it's an ad
1: Yeah, it's an ad
2: Like, um, he he would have done Captain Vegetable for free
1: we gave he the Pepsi commercial very fruit. high, didn't we?
2: Pepsi commercial was better than this.
1: No, and also because the Pepsi commercial, he was John Leguizamo.
2: Yeah. And,
1: and also I think
2: this of, of his commercials, is this the third commercial we've done?
1: Uh, yes.
2: This is my least favourite of his commercials.
1: You preferred the single care
2: commercial? Yeah, he's been good to his mum.
1: I liked this one more than the single care one, no offence.
2: I love all of them. I just thought it was really <laughs> nice that he was being good to his mum. And I think it's really, you know, I think um, sometimes we forget about older people in our society. And, and I think it's really lovely the way he looks after his mum. He makes sure she's getting looked after. He makes sure she's getting the best deal for herself. Mm. You know, the American healthcare system is, 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 would be a maze at the best of times. And if, if you're ESL, it would be so challenging. So to have, you know, handsome dad Guzama there helping you out. I like, hear what, what you're a good saying. guy.
1: But what's great about the Bud Light commercial yeah, is that you. it was about problem solving. Uh-huh. And it was like sexy Luigi found himself in what could have been an incredibly embarrassing situation. Mm. One where someone like, you know, 19-year-old Mish, if I'd found myself in that
2: situation, I would have gone home and
1: cried for two days.
2: Because you weren't getting your free Bud Lights.
1: No, because my friends were being a bit rude because they ditched me for a very, very pretty girl.
2: Oh, is that what happened?
1: Did you not listen to what I said?
2: No, I just <laughs> missed that bit. So I. No, thought so he comes
1: down. He's like, "Hey, you can have a Bud Light," and they all ignore him and prefer to hang out with the pretty girl. I
2: thought I thought he was just a, re- a strange man. No, his name was like his friend's
1: name was Tito.
2: Yeah, right. I missed. I that I think they were
1: his boys.
2: I yeah, think I missed that, were his that boys. layer. I just thought he was like, "Hi, can I have a Bud Light?" To random people. <laughs> hey, that that elevates the ad for me. A little But also it loses You know It gains a point But then loses that it gains a half point And loses that half point immediately And I'll tell you why Because how do they then Not recognise him in drag That's crazy Because like, Because
1: if, it's not It's not real It's yeah. like Like with Batman It's like How do you not know That's George Clooney how do you not know that's Val Kilmer? Because it's a movie.
2: But every single day, every single day, there are thousands, if not millions, of middle-aged men helping their mums get the best deal at the pharmacy because they don't speak English as a first language. Yeah. Every I single day, there's truth to the single care commercial. <laughs> this, it's fantasy, it's fun, it's...
1: Maybe in times like this, this that's what I need.
2: You know, absolutely, and that's true. But I think that um, what we see in the single care commercial is um, hope within reality. You know, okay. in, in trying times, we 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 see hope. Sure, the Bud Light commercial is frivolous fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right, this is our listener's homework. Go and watch
1: the single care commercial with Johnny Legs. Watch the Bud Light commercial with Johnny Legs. Get back to us and let us know which one you preferred. Are you hashtag team single care or hashtag team Bud Light?
2: That's fantastic. That's yeah. really strong. And then we all agree the Pepsi ad is the best ad. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that's if someone came at me and was like, I actually think that the single care commercial was better than the Pepsi ad. Fuck off.
2: Here's what I'm going to say: Pepsi <laughs> ad is <laughs> fuck beautiful. Off. Pepsi ad is beautiful. I feel like it encapsulates his solo work. It encapsulates so much of who he is and and the impact he's made on the career in in one ad. You know, the Pepsi ad is reigns supreme for that reason. Single care ad, shows a side of Johnny Leguizamo we have not seen in any of his fil- other projects to this point. I've not seen... Mummy's boy. <laughs> son of mother, you know, and I think there is a bit of that in his earlier stage plays, but we've not seen them yet. It's a side of John Leguizamo I've, I've not seen before. This Bud Light ad, fun and frivolous though it may be, it, 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 it isn't as good as Too Wong Fu. It's the only one that doesn't I'll offer that, us something yeah. new.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. I and that's, what you're saying. That's my final defence. I of what you're saying. Some of, us just like, some of us just like a bit of familiar, I guess.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely true. But that's my final defence. Mish, do you have anything else to say? But then it's over to you, our two listeners, <laughs> to DM Mish and let her know.
1: I would like everyone to put into context when I watched this ad. I'm currently in a lockdown situation. I wanted fun. I wanted frivolous. And Johnny Legs gave that to me in spades with the Bud Light commercial. And, and for that, yeah. for that, I respect, I respect the frivolity. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I'm not saying that single care doesn't mean something. <laughs> but maybe the Bud Light commercial means something to me. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's absolutely fair. Mish, you've raised the great point. And if you believe in what Mish is saying, that's hashtag Bud Light. Team Bud Light. But if, on the other hand, you're, you uh, l- l- agree with me, hashtag... Team Single Care. Team Single Care. Team Bud Light, Team Single Care. Um, but don't, don't, we don't need a hashtag Team Pepsi Pepsi because we all know the Pepsi commercial. Because we're best. all
1: Team Pepsi.
2: We're all Team Pepsi.
1: Zach, thank you.
2: Hey, Mish, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure... Every Thank day I you. come onto this podcast, and I go, what are we going to talk about? Because I never know.
1: Imagine if we had to do this every day.
2: That's what radio people have to do. Fucking hell. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll be radio people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mish, do you have anything to promote?
1: No. <laughs> no, I don't.
2: No worries. Do you have anything to promote? Do you mind if I promote my um, my new single?
1: Yeah, of course, go for it.
2: Uh, So I have done a cover of Lonely by Roy Orbison. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get. Give us a
1: bit of a taste.
2: Uh, I meant crying. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Give us a bit of a taste. I've been crying crying over you. Crying, crying over you. But if you want to hear more, you've got to head to Spotify, and it's under my uh, performing name, which is um, Roy Orbison. Orbison. <laughs> Bye, Roy. <laughs> do you know that? That uh, in answer to your question, I think I could do a good Roy Orbison if I were to ever do... Well, uh, you fooled
1: me just then. That was such well, a touching performance. Well, that was for the joke. Like, I my, my, eyes gla- my eyes glazed over and I was looking at Roy Orbison. I-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mish, thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Roy. Bye.